are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your <laughs> weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm the other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hey, Jason, how are you doing today? I'm all over the map, but I'm actually I'm... much happier that we're here recording right now. I am too. It's just been a thing that I was able to look forward to all day long. Thank you again for going late. We are recording late on a Tuesday again. It's late, girl. Because, for a good reason, I think, a good cause, um, Nick, my husband, and I went for our five-year anniversary little getaway trip to San Diego, hey. and we weren't back by our usual recording uh, time. What a scandal. It, yeah, it was. I mean, but fortunately, you know, that wasn't a surprise <laughs> to you. I let you know that. <laughs> it's not really a scandal when you oh, agree. Yeah, you and no. I agree on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... Kevin, where are you? Just well, sitting in my podcast booth by myself, just crying one I've single got, tear. I got this Skype call. I don't know what... Oh, no! <laughs> you know, it, it all floods at me in a one horrible realization that I've, I've let you down. Yeah. And then you get the mom voice with me. I'm, I'm not, not... I'm not mad. mad. I'm just disappointed. Exactly. I'm uh, really good at that. Fortunately, I anticipated that and um, let you know we were going to record today instead of yesterday. So none of that from you. No, no, no disappointment. Just the episode will bring us disappointment. Yeah, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> preemptively. You should be disappointed in the participant, uh, a particular participant of the episode. Okay. Um, which we will get to right after this. You want to hear about the bright spot? Yes. Okay. The Bright Spot is actually Mike Bowers, perennial friend of the show, Mike Bowers, because what's really exciting is that he is bringing live theater back, basically single-handedly. He's bringing (laughs) theater back. What? Yeah. So he's going to be performing uh, two nights in Into the Woods. I love it. Which is an absolutely wonderful show. Yeah. And uh, even better, those two nights are the day before and the day of. My birthday, which is coming up this coming weekend. Hey! Yes, and so we are going on my birthday to go see Mike in Into the Woods, and we are very, very excited about it. And uh, I would, you know, I want people to know about this, and if at all possible, anyone who's listening, if you listen on the day it is released, Thursday, or the day after, Friday, or the day after that, Saturday, it's still not too late to get tickets. Which you can get at conundrumtheaterco.com. I love it. And it's theatre with an R E because they are, let me tell you, fancy. It's a fancy theater. It's a fancy, fancy setup, people. So get your tickets at conundrumtheaterco.com for Into the Woods with our wonderful friend Mike Bowers, who is the bright spot this week. Mike, I love it. Break a leg. Yay, break a leg. And don't fuck it up. Also, uh, Into the Woods was the first musical that I understood how wild musicals could be. Oh, And I yeah. actually, I got the CDs from the library, and I produced my own production of it with my dolls and toys for a month. What? Downstairs in the basement. What? By myself. And I had the, I did the same choreography with the dolls every night, and I did all the parts. Oh. I love Into the Woods. Oh, my. 
That's yeah. very interesting. What was who? Who was your favorite part to play? What do you mean? Who was my favorite part? All of them. All of them? You have to they're have favorite. They're all amazing parts. I know they're all the amazing Baker's parts. The Baker's wife. Come Thank on. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. God, I can't believe I had to press so hard. <laughs> She's so great. Everything <laughs> about that role is so great. And I want to do a version in which it's the Baker's husband. You just want to be Joanna Gleason. That's what yes, you want. Yeah, I do. I, and I want to be in something with her. Okay. I want to be in her. So what? there's that. What? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> ridiculous. So uh, that's what I got. Mike, we're really looking forward to it. Cannot wait. And thank you for, you know, basically reviving live theater in Los Angeles for the sole purpose of entertaining me on my birthday. I mean, my God, that's a great present. And uh, other friends should take note. Well, my gift to you is this episode, and you're not going to like it. I already don't like it. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's bring it on. Romance. Oh, who doesn't like romance? Authors. Who doesn't like romance authors? Trademark. We're talking about some tragedy of the trademark wars in Romance Landia of romance writers. That's absolutely correct. I'm ab- I'm so sure. So your mom is of course of romance of you know, a world-renowned and best-selling romance novelist, so I'm sure you're very close to these kinds of situations. Yes, yes, yes. Well, well tell well, me about it. We're going to talk about the infamous hashtag Cockygate, or the time when indie author Felina Hopkins, a self-published author, attempted to trademark the word cocky. What? Yes. The single word cocky? Yes. Oh, my God. Felinda? Felina Hopkins. Felina. F-A-L-E-E-N-A. Okay. So I'm going to have to know the name Felina very well. I feel like the, for this episode, because I feel like I'm going to be going, oh, Felina, a lot. Felina, bye. <laughs> I like it. So let's dive a little bit into the history of the word cocky in the romance community, shall we? Oh, absolutely. So quote from Vox.com, quote, the word cocky is beloved among certain romance novelists. Both- <laughs> and readers. <laughs> both for its suggestion of arrogant alpha male heroes and for its euphemistic potential. Okay. After Penelope Ward and Vi Keelan's Cocky Bastard became a major hit in 2015, romance novels with cocky in their titles became a veritable trend. Really? Yeah. So there's so, a like, lot of romance novels named Cocky Something. Yes. And and it's really? great. It's it's uh you know it has that double meaning. You know, sure. oh, he's a cocky bastard. Yeah, and all of that, right? It's so much better than like hard penis Pete. <laughs> cocky Pete is way better. No one's gonna name their book fucking hard penis Pete. I know that. That was my whole point. Cocky is so much better than hard penis Pete. I think I... you'll if you play this back, you'll hear me say that. I really, 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 really want you to now write a book, Kevin, called Hard Penis Pete. Um, all right. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's a be careful what you wish for situation, but okay. <laughs> I I expect this before my birthday. Well, I'm going to be hard. You've got at, months. At work. Yes. <laughs> on Hard Penis Pete. So, all right. Basically, it is a common word for some romance authors, and it's a very striking word, right? Mm-hmm. 
It's also really uh, good at getting the idea of the story across and how there's going to be some challenges with the hero okay. in multiple ways. And so it really wasn't long before other authors really started adding the word cocky to their titles. So other authors, such as Jamila Jasper, who wrote mm-hmm. The Cocky Cowboy, Tara <laughs> Crescent, who wrote Her Cocky Doctors, Her Cocky oh. Firefighters. and oh, oh, I like the pluralization here. That does, yes. that does evoke some imagery, doesn't it? It does. And then Australian authors T.L. Smith and Melissa Jane, who co-wrote the book Cocky Fiancé. <laughs> I see the appeal. Okay, well, anyway, T.L. Smith and Melissa Jane were both really excited about their book Cocky Fiancé. I'm sure they were super excited. <laughs> because they had just sold the audiobook rights for their novel to Audible. Okay. So Audible's like, I love this book. I can't wait to have someone read this book. I can't wait to have your... Cocky fiancé all up in my library. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is a super big deal for authors, no matter what level you are, you, sure. basically, right? Like, even if you're a bestseller or not, it's a big deal to get it on Audible because you're reaching an audience that doesn't have time to sit and read or has a hard time reading smaller print or other or conditions. can't read. Yeah, people yeah. who listen on the way to work or on a walk. Like, there's so many reasons audiobooks are important and valuable in society. Absolutely. And so it's a huge demographic. Mm-hmm. But their happiness would be cut short when Audible would reach out to T.L. Smith and Melissa Jane and say that they received an email claiming that their title was infringing on a trademark. Oh, no. Who copyrighted the word fiancé? That's what I want to know. (laughs) Ridiculous. T.L. Smith and Melissa Jane were like, what the fuck, mate? Because they're Australian. Because they're Australian, sure. Right. Of course yeah. they did, yeah. So that was my Australian they accent. Said, You're well, welcome. They said, let's throw another shrimp on the Barbie and discuss this like reasonable <laughs> people. <laughs> I'm not so great at the Australian. <laughs> you were just a Muppet. Yes, an Australian Muppet. That's the important thing. <laughs> was it an Australian Muppet? Was it yes. just a Muppet? <laughs> you know how we have Sam the Eagle? That was Jasper, the Australian emu. And since he's a transplant, that's why he sounds like that. I'm so upset with you. Australian is like my favorite fucking accent in the world. It's Australian and Irish. They're tied for first and you're making Australian not sexy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll try to be sour cured. This This is super triggering for me. (laughs) So, all right. Two days after Audible received their email and sent it to T.L. Smith and Melissa Jane, T.L. Smith and Melissa Jane actually received two personal emails from Felina Hopkins. Uh Aha. Oh, Felina. Two emails. That's one. Quote from Vox.com. Quote, Mm -hmm. her first email briefly explains the trademark on the word cocky and instructs us to change our title before she takes further action, Smith and Jane told me via email. The second email came 30 minutes later, informing us she had already sent the infringement notice to Amazon, which, unlike what her first email suggested, she gave us no time to act, let alone call each other to discuss options. Smith and Jane say they never had heard of Hopkins or her books before she emailed them. Yeesh. So basically, she sends the first email, it's like, you need to change it. Yeah. And then the second email is like, I've already alerted them. Exactly. I'm going to give you time to think about... Have you done it yet? Because your time is up. (laughs) 
They pulled a Nicole Byer on her. They were like, you have 30 minutes to bake a cake. You're done! (laughs) Yep. So, basically, the two authors then confirmed that she did have a trademark since it's a public record thing. So, basically, it wouldn't affect them in Australia, but they couldn't sell the title in the United States. Like, it's only a United States thing. And they really she didn't want... She actually copyrighted the word cocky in titles in we the United will, States? We'll get there. Aha. Uh-huh. So they didn't want to delay with the sale of their new novel, so they decided to change the title to the To arrogant, my rock-hard penis fiancé, right? <laughs> to the arrogant... I've seen it. Oh. To the arrogant fiancé, which oh. meant a new cover, a new inside of the digital book, and the physical books. Wow, new you said edits. inside and digital, and my mind went a totally different way. <laughs> And a loss to all their prior promotion and merchandise they had made to sell and give away to promote the book. Yes, I am talking about digital prostate exploration. What? Oh, with a finger. Digital. Digital. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm a millennial. Oh. So digital has another meaning to me. Are you a millennial? Yes. This whole time? Yes. Ah. I'm an elder millennial. <laughs> You just gather the other millennials and tell them how it used to be. <laughs> I wish I could take credit for the phrase. It's from Eliza, from the comedian from Netflix. She has a whole special. You should elder watch. It's so millennial. good. Elder Who millennial. Goes up and you just play the little dial-up sound to scare people. <laughs> I'm not saying night terrors, but night terrors, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry, so, I'm sorry. So spread your... I, I apologize for interrupting you and as you were spreading your elder millennial wisdom so let's dive quickly into trademarks shall we sure yeah why not we've we've, we're done with the word cocky so let's talk about trademarks we're not done with cocky um if we were i would say that that would be a deal breaker (laughs) absolutely not done with the word cocky we will never be done so no felina would apply for two types of trademarks Mm -hmm. the first was a word mark a word mark means that the word is in a particular font and thus people can't use the word in that font. Oh, Jesus. So like the Disney uh, yeah. logo in the Disney font, that's a word mark. Okay. So you can't use that because it's basically sense. its own piece of art. You can say, di- you can put Disney in things, but you can't do Like that. you can say Disney, you can, but you, and, and Disney is a little bit different because Disney, the actual word was trademarked before, anyway... The second one was to have the word completely hers in any font. Jesus Christ. So. I'm taking Kevin. (laughs) I'm going to take it. Felina Hopkins. No one else can be called Kevin. Felina Hopkins would then go on. You're going to have to have some fun nicknames because you can't use Kevin anymore. I have copyrighted it. Kevin. (gasps) That'll be $12. (laughs) So. Felina Hopkins would then go on to target other authors beyond the two Australians. Sure. On Amazon. I mean, apparently all the cocky all the cocky doctors, cocky firemen, the cocky dog catchers, the cocky hunters. Right. Mm-hmm. So she would write to Jamila Jasper this particular email. Mm-hmm. Quote, Hi, Jamila. My name is Felina Hopkins, author of Cocker Brothers, the Cocky Series. The Federal Trademark Commission has granted me the official registered trademark of the word slash mark cocky, no matter the font. Trademark registration number 5447836. I am writing to you out of professional respect so that you may rename your book Cocky Cowboy, which shares the same title as my book, 
and republish all the versions, ebook, paperback, and audible on Amazon to keep your ratings and money earned. My attorney at Morris Yom Entertainment Law has advised me that if I sue you, I will win all the monies you have earned on this title, plus lawyer fees will be paid by you as well. I will do that, but I would rather give you the option. I have had this series established since June 16, 2016, and I take all of the hard work I put into establishing it very seriously. Your hard work, I also take seriously. You have the opportunity to adjust, rename, and republish before taking further action. You can do so on Amazon without losing reviews. Thank you, Felina Hopkins. Oh, Felina. So, That's two. <laughs> Jamila was not super happy about that, no. obviously. No. And Jamila would post the email to Twitter, the screenshot of it, yeah. with the uh, hashtag cockygate and hashtag oh. free cocky. And you know what? I appreciate that she's responding to this in a very cocky way. Right. And she basically was like, what the fuck is this? And Romance Landia, the romance community, would uh-huh. erupt. All right. Wait, and don't get Romance Landia mad at you. Okay. No. This, this I have learned. They are fucking smart individuals. Also, for those out there who think that romance is a joke... It is the number one money earner of the publishing industry. So it's like, yeah, it is absolutely like the biggest market in books. All right. And so it's like whenever people are like, oh, you just write romance. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just have a fucking mansion. Mm -hmm. What do you have? Acclaimed novelist. Um, So (laughs) you have your acclaim. Congratulations. I I feel like it should now only be romance novelists who get to say cocky or be cocky, you know, because I feel like they have a fucking claim on it. Yeah. Well, because that was cocky. So people started losing their shit over the idea that someone was trying to copyright a single word from the dictionary that was a common use word. Yeah. Yeah. What's amazing is on Goodreads, on Felina Hopkins's author page, there's, there's quotes by Felina Hopkins. And one of the quotes is, the word I cocky. cocky. <laughs> the, the, the quote is, the word cocky can be used inside a book. It can no longer be used on the title. So she's like, I'm benevolent. I'm letting that's, you use the word inside. Like That's like a separated <laughs> quote on her page. Yeah. I Oh, my God. Well, once you've said something on the Goodreads thing, it kind of, it's like part of your history now. I see. And it's kind of like its own Wikipedia. Anyway, Felina Hopkins wanted to trademark this because she was worried about people copying her books, basically, okay. right? Which is like the cocky series. There's a cocky cowboy, apparently. Right. And then Which other is... cocky professions. Right. <laughs> I assume. I'm a cocky lunch lady. <laughs> <laughs> you want some fucking mashed potatoes on that plate? <laughs> the cocky maintenance man. Her acclaimed series, the cocky cowboy, the cocky lunch lady, the cocky maintenance man, and the cocky actuary. <laughs> so one author, Jenny Trout, would write on her blog, quote, Nobody was ever copying you. Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> The most common reaction seen on social media when your name started coming up was who, followed by who does she think she is? We had to ask these things because we legitimately had no clue you existed. But boy, howdy, do you exist now? See, you're not famous, but you're infamous. Ah. 
You probably thought all publicity was good publicity. That is not the case if the publicity you're getting is just making people become more and more furious and fed up with you. I haven't seen anyone say they plan to read your really interesting and unique books as a result of your Highlander mentality. I've seen a lot say the opposite. Okay. Which is like... Damn. And we get back to the Highlanders. There can be only one use of the word cocky in titles of romance novels or any novels. And then Jenny Trout signed that with like A dot ham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I so okay was it genre specific or is it all publishing all books? No, all books. So you couldn't do like the cocky man in the sea? Nope. No, so so like Ernest Hemingway was probably was trying to name it the Cocky Man in the Sea, uh, couldn't get the copyright and had to go with old trademark. And yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's a so shame. think of all the incredible novels we could have had if this wasn't copyrighted. The Cocky Kitten. Exactly. The Great Cocky Gatsby, <laughs> or the Cocky Gatsby. <laughs> the Great Cocky. Gatsby. <laughs> That's like the best way to say that title. A farewell to cocky. Children, open up to page 47 of the great cocky Gatsby. <laughs> Today we're reading the great Spanish novel Cocky in the Time of Cholera. <laughs> Tomorrow we will be reading The Cocky of Wrath. <laughs> so, all right. Jamila was planning to fight this, but from what I could see, from what I read, she basically worried about the idea of legal fees and losing income if, if her book gets removed. So she did change the name of her book. However, mm-hmm. she changed the name from Cocky Cowboy to the cockiest cowboy to have ever cocked. <laughs> Technically not the word cocky. <laughs> oh, man. They just, it just went up to every... You can't use cocky, but you can use cockiest or cockier. And, and cocked, yeah. So, well, I think that this is pretty great because then you can actually have series because you can have the cocky cowboy, the cockier cowboy could be part two, right? <laughs> and then the cockiest cowboy who ever cocked in the West is going to be part three. The semi-cockiest cowboy. Mm-hmm. And then the prequel, the not-at-all-cocky cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> the amicable cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> the very polite cowboy. Well, howdy, ma'am. <laughs> I, I see you lost something. Here you go. Hello. Uh, you. Would you like to go on a date? Uh, no pressure if not. You're a smart, intellectual woman and are strong, and I value you, and I <laughs> will vote for your right to vote. What? <laughs> you is strong. You is important. <laughs> when did we turn to the help? <laughs> He's an amicable uh, feminist, the feminist cowboy. Sure, yeah. So it happens to be in Selma in 1964. <laughs> so Jamila and others believe that Felina Hopkins was trademark bullying. Uh huh. Are she, you? Curious? They believe this. Are you curious what trademark bullying is? I have a sense that I know what it is. Quote from the Digital Reader. Quote. Trademark bullying is a pox on industries ranging from breweries to whatever overpriced junk monster cable is making this week. Wow. A trademark bully's ostensible goal is to keep consumers from getting confused, but in reality, there was never any chance of confusion. 
and all the bullies accomplish is to make their victims needlessly waste time, money, and resources either fighting a lawsuit or rebranding in compliance with the bullying. Wow. So does trademark bullying, does it happen in the absence of a trademark? You know, like, like, is it a lie? My point is, is it, is it a lie? Is it a scam? Um, it would be the equivalent of, like, you own a company, you know, Firestone, mm-hmm. that doesn't exist anywhere, and then I would come out with, like, Jason's Firestones and trademark it, and then be like, mm. you're infringing on my thing, and I'd move in and basically steal your business. I totally understand what you're saying, So, so, but it sort of implies having an actual trademark present. Like, Firestone is a perfect example, because there's a Firestone grill yeah. in San Luis Obispo. Yeah. That I love. Uh, yeah. But it's like Firestone tires coming in and saying, you can't have Firestone grill because we don't want to get people confused with Firestone tires, right? Correct. It's like even that. Though, even though it's really obviously one is a fucking restaurant and one yeah. is a tire shop. Yeah. I mean, like, no matter how rubbery the chicken is, right. no one's going to put it on a car. <laughs> God damn it. I just figured out. You said rubbery chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that that went right over my head. It's late, y'all. It's okay. So, it's a chicken. It can fly short distances. <laughs> they can. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Felina Hopkins was maintaining that she was protected. Oh, Felina. I forgot about her. <laughs> Felina Hopkins was maintaining that she was protecting her fans who had gotten confused and <sighs> bought another book with the title Cocky in it and thought it was hers. But she tripped up when she said, I'm protecting my fan. <laughs> but then... <laughs> That's so shady. So... <laughs> but... Then they were disappointed to find out that the cocky book they bought wasn't hers. They're like, my fan bought this book, but it wasn't mine, but it had cocky in it. And I just don't understand how they were misled. I'm anyway. trying to protect all of my fan. So, all right, fun fact. <laughs> my fan was, fans were very confused. <laughs> my mother, my fans were very confused. So, all right, fun fact. Mm-hmm. You can return books on Amazon way easier than you would expect. I know this because my mom has books on Amazon and people return her books occasionally. Okay. So she people don't get paid out for books until like a month later, allowing for any potential returns. Okay. Um, so the idea that people were out money was bullshit, in my opinion, because you bought the wrong book, not by the author. You just say, I didn't mean to buy this, return. Mm-hmm. And then it, the book leaves your device, and you're not out your money, and then mm-hmm. you can go and buy a different book. Like, yep. So like the cocky that... cowboy you were trying to buy. <laughs> exactly. So Well, okay, but <laughs> we should address the problem of there being more than one cocky cowboy. That, but that's the thing. There are so many movies with the same title. Everyone yeah. knows that you there's a there's a finite amount of words and a finite amount of titles. It just is how it is. See, that right there is a good it's a good title. A finite amount of words. <laughs> this book is about the fact that we have a finite amount of words. I will list all of them here <laughs> in alphabetical order. <laughs> it's not a dictionary. It's a dictionary. English yeah. language. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dictionary. Um, oh. It's the cocky dictionary. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's sending out letters to everyone with a title that has the word cocky in it. And she even tweeted, quote, it's a brand and everyone who wants to can keep their books 
rankings, reviews, and their money by retitling it, which takes one day. Oh, as if. Which is a lie because right. we know they lose all their merch, all the reviews that they had been doing, all the prior promotion, etc. Like they can keep the ratings on Amazon, but mm-hmm. all of the news articles and other shit is gone and useless. Right. It is so expensive. Right. So to, Amazon yeah, to retitle a thing. Yeah. So basically, she she goes to war, and Amazon starts pulling any books from the stores that had cocky in the title at the request of Felina. Oh, Felina. That's when the RWA stepped in. What? That's the Romance Writers of America. Okay, thank you. It's basically like a writer's guild and that you belong to and specifically in the romance genre. Okay, but how is um, it going to help our Australian friends? You can be a part of the RWA, even in other countries, from what I gather. It ah, just started, it started here. Okay. So, so we're exporting American romance, <laughs> which can't be bad for anyone. No, it's all over the world. Good. My mom is literally all over the world. Um, <laughs> I know. So they first went to Amazon. RWA went to Amazon and said, you need to put those books up. There's a legal dispute, and she does not have the right to trademark a single word. Mm-hmm. And if this holds up, then basically all the books are going to be removed from your website because all the people will trademark single words, and the world will implode. Yeah. Like, this will be absolute chaos because it's illegal to do a single word like this. How'd she get this in the first place? A mistake. Wow. So... The RWA and Authors Guild would hire the law firm of Cohen, DeBates, Abrahams, and Shepard. Uh, apology if I mispronounced any names. To <laughs> I don't represent... think you did, but but I, I love the, I love that name, especially if it's if the name is actually DeBates because it sounds like Cohen DeBates, Abrahams, and Jen. <laughs> Shepard, yeah. Shepard. <laughs> it's like that's how we figure things out. <laughs> Cohen DeBates, Abraham, and Shepard, and that's how we we hash it out. We figure it out for you. All in firm. Yeah. So they're going to represent Tara Crescent, who, as I mentioned before, had her own series of cocky heroes. Yes, right. So Tara Crescent. The cocky veterinarian, the cocky convenience store night shift worker, the cocky barista. It's quite a series. I love it. So Tara Crescent basically refused to change the title of her books because she knew it was a bullshit claim, Mm -hmm. right? She's like, no, fuck this. I'm not going to spend all this money. I'm mm-hmm. going to court because this this ends now. Right. I can't go back to my readers with the rock-hard penis barista. I can't. <laughs> so, quote from publishingperspectives.com, quote, In response, Hopkins filed a lawsuit in the Southern District of New York against three people, Crescent, author and lawyer Kevin Knupper, who challenged Hopkins' trademark registration, and book publicist Jennifer Watson. Jeez. So part of the reason Felina was suing Jennifer Watson was that she believed her to be the publisher of a book called Cocktails, the Cocky Collective. Whoa. Which was being put together by a bunch of fellow romance authors courtesy of Jennifer Watson, the publicist, to pay for the legal fees to fight this injustice. I so a bunch see. of authors got together and wrote a cocky short they to made put a in this cocky anthology. anthology. Yeah. yeah. And Felina's like Fuck you all. I own cocky. Sure. And (laughs) so the best part is Watson is a publicist and not a publisher. Ah, so Selena couldn't even get the difference between publicist and publisher together. Okay. Yeah. Also, she's seeming a little less professional. The book would end up going on to becoming a bestseller. Ha. (laughs) So that made me happy. Yeah. And they would head to court. Mm hmm. I'll see you in court. Um, (sighs) 
So Hopkins, I'll see you in cocky court. So Hopkins lawyers at Morris Yom Entertainment Law actually made a big mistake, however, in their arguments to get a restraining order on Tara Crescens' book, which included the word cocky, right? They're like, we want to stop this book. And their argument was they would call romance readers, quote, unsophisticated consumers. Oh, no. So their argument was that the consumer wouldn't see that it wasn't Felina's book and just the word cocky and would get confused and buy it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I have been confused by cock before. Like, it's not <laughs> out of the realm of possibility. I can just see you being like, wait, where did the cock go? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you go, to, you go to one naked magic show, okay, and it follows you the rest of your fucking life. It was in you all along, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> Never turn your back on a magician. <laughs> I learned two, two valuable lessons. Oh. On the plus side, it was the best lay of your life. Not true. Not true at all. It was... It was magical. Let me just say, it was small enough to disappear in there, so, okay. (laughs) Is it in me? Abracadabra, (laughs) bitch. If you have to ask, it's a bad sign. (laughs) I've got my rabbit in your magic hat. Oh, God. That's horrifying. (laughs) Your magic hat can take so much. It was just the foot. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! No, don't put a foot in my butt. Um... (laughs) It's a lucky rabbit's foot, though. Oh, I thought you meant like a literal foot. <laughs> That's not going to fit. Just the lucky rabbit's foot. It's still there. <laughs> it lives there in perpetuity. Yeah, it does. So, all right. Basically, a lot of romance readers, as we know, the majority, in fact, I would say probably 99% of romance readers, if not more, are actually really fucking intelligent mm-hmm. and savvy because they read all the time. Mm-hmm. So generally people who read a lot are smart mm-hmm. because they... Smart enough to know when they're being called idiots by lawyers. Also smart enough to know that the author on the fucking cover is a different name than the author they like. Sure. They don't just wander the romance section and go, is this a Suzanne Brockman book? Mm-hmm. You know, like they actually oh, see no. my mom's name on the book and go, oh, that's who I want to read today. Or they go, oh, I want to read Courtney Milan's book today because uh-huh. I like Courtney Milan mm-hmm. or... You know, if they like Felina Hopkins, they like, I want to find her. They're not going to be like, what? J- Jamila Jasper. No, that's a ah. that's cocky cowboy. And this is also cocky cowboy. And there's so many cocky cowboys. I don't know what to do. I have to buy both. I have, um, to, I have to have all the cocky cowboys. I mean, honestly, I, mean... I want all the fucking cocky cowboys. <laughs> Give them, send them all my way. Yeah. I've Howdy. got some wild cattle that need some taming. I'm sure you do. I'm basically an untamed stallion. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it means he roams around Sherman Oaks grazing. <laughs> and then when someone comes by, I get spooked and I he run gets away. startled. <laughs> I run over, I trample them, and I run That's away. Right. You have to approach him very carefully and then place a hand on his flank. <laughs> I've been known to enjoy apples. <laughs> but only when fed to him in the mouth directly. And if you whisper in my ear, I might be calm. 
Wow. I enjoy also running in a circle attached have... to a rope. <laughs> Jesus Christ. In a giant pen filled with dirt. Finally you get settled. I thought you were a wild stallion. Now you're just a, now you're just a fucking petting zoo pony. Yes. I like massages. So <laughs> Jesus. All right. So the other thing is also they romance readers read reviews mm-hmm. in order to buy a book or not. So like they they actually check out a book. If they're going to pay for a book, they're going to their hard-earned coin, they're going to make sure that they want to spend their money, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not unsophisticated consumers. Right. All right. So Twitter went again all ballistic over sure. this cocky gate. They're like, cocky gate again! Mm-hmm. So it like died down slightly, but it was still going on. So one Twitter user would be quoted on the on TheVerge.com, uh, quote, I have a confession, dot, dot, dot. I used to be a reader of at Felina Hopkins. I've seen multiple examples of what she thinks of her readers. I am not stupid. I am not an unsophisticated reader, all caps. I know how to buy a book, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Hashtag, I am not your excuse. Hashtag, cockygate. Hashtag, stop insulting your, all caps, readers. Whoa. So that person is not an idiot, but can get an all caps point across. That's And the- Matt, honestly, when I bring out all caps, you know I'm angry because I use no all caps or I'm excited. But mostly <laughs> if it's all caps, I'm angry because right. I use lots of emoticons to make sure people know what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Got it. All right. If the bad publicity wasn't bad enough for Felina Hopkins, mm-hmm. the judge on this case, mm-hmm. Judge Hellerstein, agreed with the Authors Guild's argument, the lawyers from the Authors Guild and RWA, that, quote, we oppose the attempt to block publication of a book arguing that any order that restricts creative expression in favor of promoting the tenuous, at best, purported rights of a single author is simply contrary to the public interest in freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. So in layman's terms, no, whore. Yeah, and the judge also said the word cocky was common and that the trademark was weak. Who are you to say who's common? Fuck you. (laughs) Cocky is so pedantic. Jesus Christ. And that the trademark. Your robes are common. The trademark was weak and that consumers would not be confused between Hopkins or Crescent, that Mm -hmm. they were smart enough to see. One word says Hopkins, <laughs> and another says Crescent. That's the funny thing about it. It's like you are, you do assume that these readers are reading. <laughs> yes. So they should know the difference between two different names because they have, at very least, proven that they can read. So it's right in their title. I suggest everyone go into a deep dive of this experience because there's lots of stuff I wasn't able to share in this, including the fact that there's like transcripts from the trial in which they are examining romance covers and Mm -hmm. talking about the different titles and the fact that there's all these books with the title cocky in it. Yeah. Um, I kind of do want the immersive cocky gate experience. It's, it's really great. There's some Mm -hmm. really awesome tweets out there. uh, (laughs) Part of this. Um, Also, in addition to that, the word cocky had been in titles for years prior to Felina Hopkins's series. And again, you cannot trademark a a word, a single word in a title. Like you just mm-hmm. can't. Like you can trademark a title in a font that's a specific font designed for you. That's mm-hmm. all you can do. So, on July 7th, 2018, a settlement was reached. 
Okay. Quote from the fussy librarian. <laughs> quote. <laughs> well, it's a it's a blog. The cocky fussy librarian. <laughs> quote. Author Felina Hopkins has surrendered her trademark registration for the word cocky and dropped the lawsuit against Tara Crescent, Jennifer Watson, and Kevin Knupper. Not um, so cocky now, are ac- ya? According to statements on Twitter this morning from affected parties. Mm. I'm also, an affected party, I yeah. have to say. So, also, I want to share a quote from, from Felina Hopkins that she said from Goodreads, uh, that site we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. about her book, cocky soldier in 2017 so before this cocky gate kind of went down Mm -hmm. quote first an apology i found out while researching that i should have named it cocky marine because a marine personally told me they never call themselves soldiers no only marines to say i was dismayed is an understatement because unfortunately by that time, the cover was already everywhere. Oh, the pre-order was live with over 2,000 sold by that time and couldn't be changed. So, she's, so she fucking knew changing things is not easy right. and hard. And she went after these people after this. Wow. Making them change shit. And so to me. And, and saying and it only that, takes a day. It isn't hard. And in that letter. So I just wanted to share Ooh. that because. I am all about airing all the laundry, yeah, all right? And I think shitty. I think that she may have made some mistakes here, mm. and she may be <laughs> human, and all of that. But but to me, it's like there's if she didn't put those pieces together, that's uncomfortable for yeah, her. Yeah, it very much is. I'm glad you found that. So it was pretty Ooh, wild. She is, uh, you know, I, I'm not a I, I am I haven't traditionally been a big reader of romance usually but when i start it won't be with felina hopkins i can tell you that <laughs> yeah what is the bright side <sighs> it's a nice diversion from <laughs> the horrible things that are happening in the world right now yeah well first one of the big things for me is that the book cocktails the uh, cocky collection mm-hmm. um, basically to pay the legal fees became a bestseller and helped bring the community together it also mm-hmm. gave a bunch of authors a little bit of a, a boost mm-hmm. in in like goodwill and yeah. reputation mm-hmm. and also like people read it and then we're like oh I have never read that author before I'm gonna now buy some of their books sure it's good to be um, part of anthologies yeah to yeah. get your your work in front of more eyes yeah yeah, so that was really lovely. Um, also, the courts upheld sanity and reason, and yeah. the publishing world didn't fall apart. It's crazy um, that she was able to get the fucking trademark in the first place. Yeah, from what I understand... I'm going to use trademark and... Co- like, spoiler alert at the end. I'm going <laughs> to use trademark and copyright interchangeably because I don't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every title is copywritten. It's for that piece of work. Mm-hmm. But you can there can be multiple of the same title that has been copyrighted and a trademark is the thing that can't be multiple of i see okay good to know basically um and and the reason it's multiple titles can be copywritten is because it's not just the title it's the the substance as well right i so i could write the great gatsby but make it about a guy named sal (laughs) my name's sal you see and i don't live in the 20s at all no no he's a he's a longshoreman rager yeah in the in the fifties, I like a martini and a flapper. He's he's quite the wag, is Sal. I'm the 
cockiest Gatsby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I, that's my that's gonna be my title when I'm done with Hard Penis Pete. I'm gonna write the cockiest Gatsby. <laughs> I wasn't the calmest Gatsby. I wasn't the meanest Gatsby. No, I was the cockiest Gatsby. I love it. So yeah, because apparently. From what I was led to believe, and I'd love if someone else knows this, we can update it on a later episode. But I believe that the person who was doing the trademarks was not necessarily familiar with the word cocky for some reason or got confused. It somehow slipped through the cracks. It should never have been given out. Okay. Um, You got the one fucking virgin in the copyright office who'd never heard this phrase. What's this? (laughs) Well, that's a completely, that's a a made up word. Of course you can have the copyright on that. So the trademark, whatever. Also, another bright side is Felina lost her case and is now an example of what not to do. And sure. sets precedents for the future that, like, this is not okay. Yeah. You and don't, don't claim a word and then go after and then start suing people left and right who use it. Right. No. No. It's just part, like, this is a very good, like, what not to do situation. And it's part of learning how to live in society with other people, you know? The one thing I do know about the romance uh, about Romance Landia is that it is a community whose yeah. you know members try and boost each other and hold each other up. So yes. this is a person goes completely against the grain and the community by saying this is mine 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 and that's not the ethos of that community. So right. it's like it's true here but it's also true in a lot of situations where it's like you do things to help other people or at least not to fully stand in their way and block their progress. Right. When it's 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 very similar in the film world and it's mm-hmm. very similar in the Broadway community like that's why the person who didn't get vaccinated and lied about it is now being kicked out mm-hmm. of the community because it's like you put oh, all I these people's yeah. lives in danger and it's like that's not what we do here no yeah. we, like and be honest if you don't if if that person really didn't want to get vaccinated they they should have said from the get-go i don't want to and then they would have said i'm sorry you can't work at this current time mm-hmm. maybe if that changes in the future if we reach you know herd immunity yeah. you know when when it happens we can reconsider it but at least thank you for your honesty but like but also a little bit of like, I'm worried about you, anti-vaxxer. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's the kind of thing where it's like that person didn't say it because they knew they were in the wrong. And the same way where exactly. like, like I'm really struggling with the, you know. Yeah, if they were this, so convinced of the rightness of it, they wouldn't have lied about it. Right. And, and, and it kind of goes with the same thing of like, I'm really struggling with this, this telling people it's easy to change their books and everything and the titles. Mm. And it's like. It's really not, and it's very costly. And, it's, and you it's, knew that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it, that, that's, when I saw that quote, though, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so It's very hypocritical, yeah. Which yeah. we are here to point up and point out and say, no, this shall not stand. Yeah. Thank you, Jason, for this weird, wonderful topic. Appreciate that. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And thank you to Romance Landia for standing up for yourself and being a beacon of hope. Mm-hmm. And once, one last time, break a leg, Mike. We'll see you on Saturday. Break a leg, Mike. Bye. Bye. Little cockies. Cocky Karenina. The wind in the cocky. The cocky tree. The cocky bride. Oh, the cocky places you'll go. <laughs> <laughs> One cocky, two cocky, red cocky, blue cocky.
Bukaki? <laughs> Bukaki. Oh, got it. Okay. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.